welcome to the Lighten Up podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 204, Toxic Relationships and Mental Health. We're going to chat today all about mental health and the kind of weird, weird way that our relationships overtly and covertly impact the way that we feel about ourselves, our self-confidence, our self-worth, our ability to be relaxed as we move and groove and interact with people on all fronts. Uh, A lot of the mental upsets and uh uh-ohs and also just inner judgments we have of ourselves, that kind of inner enemy that likes to awaken at odd times and scream at you about what you can and can't do, Uh, how often that is activated by the outside coming in, not so much the inside in of itself. And I don't feel like enough enough time, conversation, and awareness work is really put on being brutally honest with the people you're surrounding yourself with on all fronts in your life and your living and how it is actually having that ripple effect through your inner world. Ultimately, this is going to change how you see yourself, and that is going to change your degree of happiness and success in life. So we're going to dive into this today with a bunch of discovery work for you while we chit-chat, and I'll give you some tools to kind of open up this possibility, and more than anything, to really open up this knowledge base that relationships are a co-creation. It is a two-way street between two partners, and depending on who you're partnering with, how you're leading that interaction and also what you're open to receiving from that other person is really what guides it forward. So just to start this off, especially with this awareness work we're going to do today, I'd like you just to kind of pause and take some inventory as we talk. Take inventory of all the people you interact with day in and day out. And not just the broad strokes of it, not just kind of the big relationships that you have, your family, your main group of friends, that kind of thing. Uh, So much of our mental wellness really comes from the everyday moments that we have, the quality in between the breath, so to speak. And a lot of times those things are kind of made up with a whole bunch of different people that we would never go, oh, I'm in relationship with that person. (laughs) (laughs) yet you are and it's having an impact on you Uh, so take some inventory look at your friends long-term friends new friends people that you probably haven't talked with in a while but their energy is still present in your world their points of view about you are still present in your world your point of view about them still present in your world and take a look at your professional environment your co-workers your boss If you are an entrepreneur, take a look at your staff if you have one. Also, hidden gem here, take a look at the clients you have showing up if you're in a service-based business. They have a huge impact on how your day-to-day living looks. Take a look at the people that you are acquainted with where you interact as you're moving and grooving that you would never really kind of go, oh, that's a person that's in my life. Just get a sense of the variety of relationships that you currently have on all fronts and ask yourself how many of these relationships are generative in nature. And what I mean by that, generative has an ever-growing and expansive quality. There is a sense of lightness, of relaxation, of support 
support of fun and of interest. And it doesn't mean you don't go through hard times. I mean, that's just kind of what things are in this world. You're going to go through bumps with everybody. But overall, the broad strokes of those relationships and those interactions are one that actually bring a sense of breath and light to your life. And also now get a sense for more of the toxic ones, the ones that have a sense of toxicity about them, where perhaps there are unhealthy patterns that you know from the get-go, you know it looking at this like, wow, I'm really not included in that relationship, or wow, that person doesn't respect me at all, or that person kind of sees me, but also kind of doesn't see me either. And so when I interact with them, I don't really feel like the whole of myself is included. That's a huge one too. Some of the toxic relationships in our lives actually outwardly, overtly look toxic. They are the ones where you know, I am not getting treated well here. I need to make a change. Yes, take a look at those, but don't turn a blind eye on the more mild cases, those covert operations going on in your life, where slowly and insidiously, they are eroding your sense of worth, your sense of confidence. Uh, This may look a variety of different ways, but it may look like someone not including all of you in your relationship, that unacknowledged space where you never really feel totally seen or heard. There may be places where you are belittled in a way that kind of have you on the defense all the time. Like you have to prove your worth over and over and over again to actually get some sort of love or positive reinforcement from them. It may look like a friend who never really includes you or reaches out to you. You're always the one reaching out to them. It looks different for all of us, but whatever that kind of sense of I'm not actually a whole person in this and I don't feel free to be a whole person in that. That's a degree of toxicity that will start to erode your being. It's not that you have to defend or fight against it. It's just that right now in this moment, could you actually have honesty and stop avoiding that? It may hurt. There may be some tender moments around it. It's okay. Just allow yourself to relax into it and go, okay, that may be all that person is able or willing to receive and gift me right now. Don't make them wrong. Don't make you wrong. But there might be something off about the way you guys are interacting right now. And with this knowledge base, with the people who are popping, and sometimes we'll have these conversations and random weird people will pop into your head of like, oh, I didn't know that was a toxic relationship at all. That's interesting. Just kind of have that in your bank. And moving forward, using that kind of as a teaching tool, as a facilitation tool, what would have to change about those relationship dynamics to actually have you feel healthy in yourself? Is it that you desire more connection? Do you desire to be seen in a greater way? Is there some sort of communication that may be off where you don't like the way you're getting talked to? You don't like the frequency of communication. Uh, You're not really being included in the dynamic in a way that actually works for you. Maybe you have a bunch of needy people who are always taking from you. Whatever it is that is not working for you in those relationships that popped in this inventory exercise, start to make a list mentally or on a piece of paper of your non-negotiables, of the things that actually really, really have to change in order for you to feel the way you desire and really deserve to feel in relationship. 
the acknowledgement, the gratitude, the intimacy, whatever it is that you're looking for. Because those are the things that, again, are going to have a huge impact on how you see yourself and the world that you actually create moving forward. This inventory work will actually allow you to open up to receiving more and open up the space of the dance between all of us. As you're looking at this, don't play victim. Don't go, oh my gosh, these people treat me so horribly. I have to like, am stuck with the way it is. That is going to be a step down into no man's land. There's no creative possibilities there. What I would like you to do, make those list of non-negotiables and then ask yourself this golden question. Where do you treat yourself that way? Truth be told, we teach people how to treat ourselves. We teach people how to treat us constantly with how we treat ourselves, the foot that we put forward and the lines that we're willing to draw of, you know what, that's actually not okay. And a lot of times when you turn a blind eye to the way that you treat yourself, the way that you're willing to play victim and lay down, the way that you're willing to play bulldozer and just bulldozer over every desire that you have actually teaches the person on the outside that it's okay to do that. And before you know it, they're bulldozing over you. It's very fascinating. And this is a way that, again, may be a little bit uh, confrontational feeling at first. But the more you can relax into it of like, I don't like this dynamic. Here's what has to change. Really, really a non-negotiable for me that in order to feel healthy here, this is what I require. Take it a step further. Where are you not giving that to yourself and inadvertently, unconsciously treating people that it's okay to do to you? And then from there, what are the shifts that are required in your own inner world, how you treat and see yourself? And what's required in your outer world where you actually treat the people coming in to those same guidelines? And it's so fascinating how this works. It's like the people that really play victim a lot or kind of are, you know, the open invitation for bulldozing or the open invitation for me bulldozing over other people. So therefore, I'll never get to relax and receive. I have to be in control all the time. All of these interesting interactions, if you notice, you always find a partner willing to play the other side of it. You pull people in who are willing and looking to play the other side of that. And that happens everywhere. That happens in coworkers. That happens in clients showing up in your business. Romantic relationships is a big one. Um, even longer term ones like family, where you kind of feel like those dynamics are set in stone. Well, no, because you're pulling out the qualities in them. You're pulling out the defined roles in inter interaction dynamics from them that match the opposite of what you're putting out there. So if you're willing to play victim, guess what? You invite a victimizer in. If you're wanting to kind of go, oh, I don't know what to create in my life, then you're going to pull in the bulldozer people who boss you around all the time. If you are wanting to kind of like push to the forefront and override everybody, you're the big voice in the room, you're going to invite in meek people who aren't going to be willing or able to gift to you. So it's a fascinating conversation here. This is not an opportunity to make your relationship partners wrong and judge them. It's also not an opportunity for you to make yourself wrong and judge you. This is just an awareness exercise of where have you been functioning from and going, wow, 
because I've had those points of view about myself and because I've treated myself this way, I've actually invited in and allowed this toxicity. Okay, what's required to change it? And really and truly, that is the question to play with as you're moving through this process. What's required to change this dynamic? It may be a conversation with a person of, you know what, I'm trying to make some changes here and the way things have been going haven't been working for me. This relationship's gotten very stale and feels based on the past and I really want to change and move forward. Or, you know what, I don't feel like my voice is heard. It may be an outward conversation that actually opens up those change. It may not even be a conversation. It may be a shift you make in yourself. You know, personally, I've done this with a lot of my friendships where I've just gotten very clear on, wow, just the just the interesting dynamic here, me always reaching out, them never reaching out. It makes me go, that's actually not a quality that I desire in my life. I like people who actually want to engage with me. So what do I do? I stop investing my time and my energy with that person. I've done that multiple times. I've pulled back. And it's been interesting to see who actually leans forward once I do. It's also interesting to see who falls away. That's okay too. There are just this, there's this dance that we actually start to develop where we create the way that we see ourselves, our sense of self, our sense of mental wellness and health in our own being. And also then letting that actually expand out to develop the relationships that support and nurture that. It's not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. It's you actually treating yourself that way and then expanding out so that all of your relationships in your life support that and nurture it back to you. In this generative way, your sense of health and wellness will grow and also you'll be fully supported to continue to grow because you'll be surrounding yourself with people who actually give that in return. It's a fascinating thing, and like I said, this shows up in every walk of life, and don't be afraid to have these non-negotiables and stand up for yourself, to start to make some changes, and to really and truly, again, look at where you're the breeding ground for it, your choice, your point of view, your perspective. It's a game changer of magnitude, and you'll also start to notice strengths that lie within it. You'll gain more awareness, you'll gain more relaxation, and your creative power, your creative potency for moving into a life that you absolutely love will be ripe and ready for you. This is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I am just delighted to be able to offer these tools and these perspectives, and again, a little-known conversation or a little-had conversation that really does impact our mental wellness and our sense of self more than we'd like to realize. Again, I have an upcoming online workshop, From Crazy to Crazy Brilliant, where we'll be playing with more of these tools and tricks, five tools to break you free, really coming out of the wrongness of yourself into the strengths you have to create a life that you love. And that includes building relationships in your embodiment reality that support and nourish you first and foremost. That is coming up on May 28th. I hope to see you then. Information on how to join is down below in the show write-up. Have an amazing week and as always I will chat with you next Tuesday.